0: FM to get started.
1: On this spiritual Sunday, we are talking season two, episode two of God Friended Me, the lady. And that's not the only L word we'll be tossing around today. We're also going to be talking about love with this all-female panel. So stay tuned. I'm Maria Menounos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Oh, I love this song. I'm just getting used to it again. (laughs) Welcome to the God Friended Me panel, everyone. We are so excited to be back again here. So much to talk about on this week's episode. We always have so much to talk about because the great thing about this show is that we can incorporate it into our everyday lives. It's not just a show for us. It is a spiritual journey And that really is an understatement right there because every single week we are here to talk about how this show impacts us, how God speaks through us, and we also love talking about the characters. So the way we have this week's episode set up is we are going to do a deep dive into Teddy Preston, then we're going to be talking about Allie, And reverend finer and then simon hayes with his and his relationship to annie and kara and uh obviously we're also going to be doing a very special segment called god speaks and we're going to be talking about how god speaks through us and then finally we also have our news and gossip segment which i am super excited about today and before we get into all of that I am your host, Mina Wahab, and to my left, I have a friend, Sully Chapman, right here. Hey, y'all. She is the BFF. Of Jesus, we tight <laughs> man, <laughs> uh, and you're always here for those like spiritual <laughs> moments. To like every time we we do this show, Francelli goes live um, right before and she live has before the live, live before the live on yes. her Instagram. So make sure to follow her. And to her left, we have Rochelle Pollard, hey, friends, hey, hey, who is always Canvas. spreading the good word yes. in the realm of spirituality and and news. Come so on, somebody, we have our own uh, segment with you later on with news and gossip you know i'm here for it and we send in love to our other co-host jamie who
2: couldn't be with us tonight but we love her jamie jamie Jamie
1: alexander always does a phenomenal job holding it down (laughs) moderating the panel so i have some shoes to fill tonight yeah but it's all good though but you got it (laughs) okay i got it uh so let's get right into this what were your overall thoughts of the lady of this week's episode
0: Hmm. I'm going to say that I thought it was really cute. It reminded me a lot of season one, just them um, and their delivery. And I see, I'm starting to notice that all of the um friend requests are related to Joy. So I think mm-hmm. that's really cute because I remember when it first started to Brandon and they started wrapping this around his mom and the passing of her and everything. And every friend request link some way to his life. And now we're starting to see, well, at least I'm starting to see that, you know, it's linking to Joy's life with her and her battle with her daughter and stuff. So I thought it was really cute. It's going to get real interesting this season. It's like the baton is being passed to another person. I agree that it reminds
2: me of season one, but it reminds me of season one in a little negative way. And I went to church this morning, so I'm trying to keep it holy, but (laughs) I'm getting angry because I'm like, these people just be all up in the business. Like, I feel like if I was one of the people on the receiving end of the friend request and Miles and Joy rolled up on me talking about all the things that they know about my life, Mm, you might have to get these hands in the name of jesus i don't understand Absolutely. i'll have to pray about it later <laughs> yeah. but you know like that happens to me a lot with this show i'm like yo if you rolled up on me in new york you might get hands I don't know. <laughs> yeah
1: so here's the thing because i have a, a question to follow you up on that one how do you know when too much interference is too much interference because sometimes we're like oh thank god they did that because look at the outcome. But you can't always predict success based off of the outcome because it's also about how You arrived at that outcome. Mm. So how do you know? How do you know when it's too much? Well, (laughs) let Let pass the the it, it, tell it. No, I'm joking. (laughs) So
2: honestly, it's true. The episode tonight talked a lot about taking risks. And we do take a risk when we interject, intercede, or intervene in people's lives. Like, hey, sis, let me tell you about this thing that I've noticed that I feel like I should talk to you about. You ain't asked me, but I'm going to tell it to you anyway.
1: We took it all.
2: I think that it's important that if you're making God the root and the center and that's the focus and you're checking in with your spirit and making sure that you're speaking from a godly place and not from an ego place or a pride place or trying to make your point known because you're right and they're wrong. See, no, no, no. That's not God. So it's like if there's this just pulling on your heartstrings that says, I really need to tell my friend how I feel about she's marrying the wrong person or she's in an abusive relationship or man, I love you but like you're not eating right and you're getting sick. Like there are things that pull, On you and there's times where God tells you keep your mouth shut and just pray about it because it's not it's not time timing is everything.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, I think when I do agree everything with that that was really good, but I do believe that I feel like it's too much when you start interfering with their people's people. Like I would never, or at least I wouldn't think that. Oh, there's something going on with her, and then she's not telling me, and then I'm just going to. Well, I did do that this week, but (laughs) I'm thinking about I'm talking about, but more of like how. In this episode, when Teddy was really, you know, he wasn't too much for, you know, both of them, kara and Miles, to be all in their business. But they still went and talked to the grandfather for Teddy's son. And I thought that was just a lot, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's like, of course, we know that they have a good heart and their purpose, and it's all it is to help them. But I feel like that was just a little too much, especially if they're not on board. So, like, for instance, I don't know my father, but if somebody was to do that for me without my permission, that's you doing a lot. You know, like mm-hmm. let me be involved with that. Talk to me about it. Let me, you know, know my boundaries. And I felt like they they always go. Over they
2: right. always overstep on this show.
0: Lord they, have mercy. We they, need to pray do. for them.
1: Mm. Um, so here is the thing: every single week on this show, they get a friend request. They never just don't get a friend request. It's always there. Mm-hmm. Do you think that? I, I think at this point they think that the system is so flawless that there's never going to be a mistake and that they have Mm. to solve it right there and then Mm. do you guys think that there is ever a flaw in the system because we still don't know if there's a person behind the god account or if it is working through god because we don't know how grounded in reality this whole thing is or if the spiritual aspect is going to really overtake it where we find out at the end of the season finale that it really is god somehow and, and it's a mystery so what do you think about that She's coming with the hard hitting question. I was like, I was
2: oh like, Oh my okay god,
1: join us in the live chat. Like, tell me <laughs> right.
2: what y'all think because Nina over here <laughs> is just going in on she's it. going in. Well, if I could just jump in and and say, I it's true, but that's the interesting thing about life, right? Life is a system in a particular way, right? But it's the system can feel flawed at times, like it's like or the system can feel rigged at times. And yes, and there are many times where it just all works out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It works out for the greater good. True? Even when we do make mistakes, mm-hmm. even when we like do something and we think it's gonna mess up our whole life, somehow or another, it works out for our good. So it's interesting how we try to like fit. Fit a plan Like this is my life This is how it's gonna go This is what I'm gonna do And sometimes We mess up our own plans Or sometimes life just Comes through And life's plans Get in the way Of where we thought We were going I don't know where I'm going With this But the point is I feel like it doesn't always go the way you think it's gonna go right. that's just life yeah so eventually hopefully we'll see some of that on the show because we do you're right on the show we're always seeing that it just all works out and it would be really great to see what happens when it does if it. they make this big blow up
1: Yeah, what they do with it you know Yeah, it's like
0: I kind of forgot about the person behind the God of Count for the fact that it's just been such a great journey you know going with them that it it doesn't even matter like what we said at the end of season one it was just like it doesn't even matter anymore it's just such a good lesson who cares if it's a person behind it as long as you keep it going and we continue to help other people
1: then that's awesome Um, unless the account gets in the wrong hands eventually (laughs) that could could be a problem oh well I mean like it seemed like he does whoever
0: if it's God or whoever's behind it they're very intentional you no, know, clearly mm-hmm. they've been doing it for five year plus, you know, so you know, they know what they're doing. Um, but if it is a human, we do make mistakes, so it'll be interested to see that. But it's an awesome show and the show is gonna always be perfect because they're writers and they can redo it. So, like, <laughs> I don't think that's ever gonna happen.
1: So let's talk about Teddy Preston because that's the character that we get the friend request for in this week's episode. Mm-hmm. We see that it's Teddy Preston, we're introduced to him and We don't know how they're going to interact with this person because now it's not just Miles. It's Miles. It's Rakesh. It's now Uh, we have joy. And now we have people on the other side of the planet in France also working on their separate thing. But everything is interconnected. So we're finally introduced to Teddy Preston, who is a motivational speaker of sorts. What was your initial perception of Teddy? Uh I was like,
2: look at Mr. Tony Robbins in the flesh. (laughs) She surely
1: did. (laughs) She surely try to
2: do a whole if Tony Robbins was in the world of God friended me, this is what it would look like. (laughs) Uh, But it was really interesting to see that, right? Because there are these great teachers and great leaders, whether they're motivational speakers or pastors or, you know, mentors or people who are on television that we Mm -hmm. look up to and we're all flawed. Yeah. <laughs> we're all flawed and broken. None of us are perfect. Yeah. We're made of flesh, right? Yeah. And so I think it's really beautiful to see behind the curtain of The Wiz, right? The Wiz is this big spectacle. Yeah. And this motivational speaker has this huge like spectacle around him and people who manage his brand. But when you take the curtain and unveil it, it's just a little man who's scared behind this, yeah. this board that's pushing all the buttons to make the spectacle. Yeah. And so I really enjoyed that. I enjoyed Absolutely. getting behind the veil of this flawed man yeah Mm -hmm.
0: I love that too the only thing that I didn't like is when people start getting up and getting away because like she said we are all flawed we are all humans we I always tell my mom and my sister and anyone near me I'm like this is the first time I ever lived this today you know it's my first time ever being 27 in three months you know like it's my first time so I make it easy for myself like that and that's his first time actually being you know Having two other people on up in his
1: business. (laughs) The whole time we were watching the episode behind the scenes, I just kept looking at Rochelle's facial expressions because she's like, This is too much. Like this is is not realistic. Who goes up to someone and just says, Oh, like, let me get into your business and say, Hey, you have a kid. Did you not know about the kid? and clearly you knew about the kid and then they go and they do their digging but he he does allegedly in the beginning we don't know for certain but we're pretty positive that you know he has a child by the name of Jacob Abbott and Mm -hmm. we see this young child come to Teddy Preston at his Tony Robbins like seminar a huge event and come up to his dad and say you are my dad and Karen Abbott is my mom mm-hmm. and he says I've never met her before I have no idea who you're talking about Started and that's lots. where we leave off so what were your thoughts in that particular moment I knew he was lying
2: let's be clear <laughs> you did, did say did, that did we did we not catch that did we not catch like the, the face and the whole expression I was like you knew who his mother was but I knew there was more to the story <laughs> right so I was like okay let's see where this is gonna mm-hmm. go but I definitely knew off the bat he was lying
0: yeah, um, I guess he instantly, he just went into garden, his, you know, everything. Mm-hmm. He was a lot of people around. He like, mm-hmm. hold on, let me just lie. Uh, but what he, in my opinion, what he should have did was definitely pull the kid to the side and be like, can we definitely do this, like, you know, after? Or, you know, I want to talk to you. I want to leave you with a pass. Get some lunch on me. We're mm-hmm. going to have this conversation. I do have work right now. But we'll talk about it. Let's talk about this, you know? <laughs> but just
1: to, like... Alicia, it's so obvious because if a child comes up to any one of us and says, hey... Um, so-and-so is my mom, I'm not going to be like, I have no idea who that is. I'd be like, oh, "Oh, I've never heard of her. Like, what's her name? Oh, that's so interesting. (laughs) Like, oh, let me, I'm sorry I'm busy right now. Let me get back to you in a second. Not, oh, I've never heard of her. No, that's not true. Bye. Bye. Especially when it's a child. I can understand if it's an adult, but this scene in particular, without spoiling the movie Joker, it was... Very reminiscent of a specific scene in Joker. So I was just like, wow, this is like a common trope in movies and film. Like, you are my father. No, I'm not. Yes, I am. (laughs)
2: Um, And I think it's interesting. People are afraid to be transparent behind because there's so much shame and guilt, right? mm -hmm. The shame and the guilt weighs on you in a way that it's like this is too dirty Mm. for me to be honest about Mm. you know people will really see the core of who i really am right because that's what this Mm -hmm. this path right follow lady and find your path so following joy led us down the path of teddy and the path led to something that was in his mind you know unforgivable. And I think we all think that we're unforgivable, but guess what? There's somebody who
0: came to forgive us for all. I thought I was bringing <laughs> the good news. Come on.
1: In it. Okay. You actually are bringing us the good news, Rochelle, and it's right in front of you right yes, now. Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. Talk so about it. Hello, hello,
0: my friends. We definitely before we move on to the next topic and talk about this real good news. We just want to tell you guys all thank you guys so much thank for making you. us the ESPN and TV talk and just helping us to continue to grow. We do may need your help. So if you are on YouTube right now, please hit that thumbs up and subscribe. And if you're on iTunes, please give us a five star rating. We really appreciate it. But Um, No matter where you are... Please leave us a comment so you can get involved in our conversation, like yeah. right now, so we can read them on that computer. Yeah. But yes, being a part of After Buzz TV has meant so much to each and every one of us, and we truly support, I mean, we truly are thankful for you guys supporting us. So yes, don't forget to tell your friends and your family, and please continue to enjoy our show. Yes. Yeah. Shout out to
2: Ivan, who's on the chat going crazy. What is Ivan saying? Ivan is just so worked up about Joy being part of the crew to begin with. <laughs>
1: like, he's like, I'm sick to my stomach, it should be car I was like, okay, okay, I get <laughs> and I get it. I'm here with you, bro. I'm here. You know, at one point, though, we weren't all fans of Kara and we're like, why is she here? Right. So I think it takes a while sometimes to warm up to people and then we have to give them a chance to prove themselves and in no time, Ivan's going to be saying, I love Joy. Why did I ever say that?
0: <laughs> Let us know, Ivan.
1: Yeah. Talk Let to the people. It, it might change, but what do you think about Joy taking on this challenge? Because, you know we kind of like struggled a little bit with that in last week's episode where we're like oh this is weird that miles isn't the one spearheading it he's kind of leading her and in this episode miles kind of fully lets go in a way like he's basically at this point accompanying joy on her mission Mm -hmm. and it's not so much his ego that he's trying to to stroke in like resolving this mystery it really is him helping Joy in whatever way she needs to have this reconciliatory moment between Teddy and his son.
0: I mean, going back to season one and loving to see Miles, you know, his journey... He didn't want to do this at first. He's a completely different Mm. person. So I try not to be too hard on Joy because it's her time now. And as soon as she continued to make these relations through these friend accounts, she's going to change and soften as well. But as of today, I don't like her delivery. I wouldn't want her to help me. Um, (laughs) I would have been like, sweetheart, please, like, goodbye. You're blocked. I'm calling the police. I'm suing. You know, unfortunately, she do know the way is around, you know. Mm -hmm. The courtroom. But I would like to sue her. Absolutely. You're just Mm. doing too much, you know. Mm. But I feel like I I do have grace on her and definitely I know by season six I'm going to be loving her. But realistically right now, no.
1: Friend Sally, what do you think about Joy stepping in and telling the son hey, your dad left you and took this $50,000 payout. Mm. And you know what? That's the decision he made. What do you think about her just telling him? It was
2: pretty ballsy. She got some cojones, Mm. as we say where I'm from. Okay. So... yeah, I mean, it could have really, really went to the left. And unfortunately, that with anyone who steps into a new position, a new form of leadership, a new role, you know, you have to... You make a lot of mistakes along the way. You have to learn tact and delivery and, and figure out your voice mm-hmm. in it all. And she's figuring out her voice. Mm-hmm. We, I think we forget that Miles made a lot of mistakes at the beginning, too. Because mm-hmm. he's so lovable. That's you the know, only reason we love why we him. forget. Yeah. Right? What? But he didn't want to do this. He didn't want to <laughs> do this. And so for me, I think... The only thing that sometimes I get nervous about is like what you said, like joy might run the rails a little too far to the left in a way that it'll run the system off its course. But again, maybe that's necessary for us to see because it's necessary to see that if someone doesn't operate in discipline, they just want to do what they want to do and go all the way left for us to see the consequences of that.
1: (laughs) So we obviously know that there is a connection between joy and Teddy in the sense that joy also you know wasn't there for her child because she couldn't be she gave up her child for adoption we find out at the end of the episode that it was a closed adoption because she couldn't face the guilt Mm -hmm. and the shame of ever having to answer her child's question why did you give me up why didn't you want to be my mom so in some ways, she was best equipped to handle this situation did that change your perception at all of how she went about it, did that allow you to empathize with Joy at all? Did you have that in the back of your mind? I understand, since
0: she explained it and that's why I love the word perspective because that's all life is about. Um, So so I do understand and I'm grateful that she did share that with all of us, you know, with Miles and Rakesh, but um, I still thought what she did was a little reckless. Everything she was doing was reckless. She put Teddy's business in Mm -hmm. jeopardy, you know, that man, I mean, well, excuse me, not that man, but um, what was the that um, grandfather name? Not oh. Teddy, not
1: James. Oh. Um, grandfather Abbott. Abbott grandfather yes. Abbott. Grandfather yes. Abbott. Yes. he
0: had plugs that he could have rocked his world. So right. all I'm going to say to Miss Joy is that I hope that you're prepared for someone to rock your world. Ooh. You know, that's all. That's I literally wrote that down. Message. I was just like, when her daughter comes, like she probably going because if she's anything like you. Here's, well, I think that yeah. I think that's why we have to be so careful about projecting. You know,
2: we must be sensitive. I think we get excited when we see someone else's path or journey be similar to ours and we can relate and it's like we want to vicariously fix our own mistakes through someone else and wow. that's not how the way this works. Mm-hmm. That's not how this works. That's, that's why good. God gave us free will and choice. You can lead someone to the water you can't make them drink it and so it's like you can give wise counsel and make sure again that you're going to your vertical relationship of the Father, God, the universe, whoever you speak to that you're making sure you're speaking from a place of godly counsel. Like I just want to say this because I want to love on you mm-hmm. not because I'm trying to make you believe what i believe and think what i think and do what i would do in Mm the situation it's just like here here's the red pill and the blue pill sir and these are the two ways you can go and let it be his free will and his choice and so but a lot of times we want to fix the mistakes we've made through other people
1: Mm -hmm. i think that's so beautifully stated and that takes such a great level of maturity to say hey you know what, whatever the person's problem is, you can't control them, you can't fix them. Right. But what you can do is say, hey, I've been there too, I've gone through this, this is how it ended up for me, I don't want you to go down that path, so... This is a suggestion. It's up to you whether or not you want to take that. And I think that takes a great level of maturity to be that way. And I feel like you do that in a lot of ways mm-hmm. when you're like giving us advice. <laughs> you're like, So I've been there like this is what it is. So right. I love that about you. And I think Thank that takes you. a lot of maturity. But let's talk about something that I feel like isn't really being talked about. And that's the fact that the grandfather gave Teddy... Fifty thousand dollars to leave but like we're not like is anyone talking about this on twitter because it's i just think it's ridiculous that you would pay someone to abandon your daughter and your grandson so what is the what is the meaning behind that they never talked about it in the episode the grandfather Mm. never said this is why i did it and we were talking amongst ourselves behind the scenes saying oh Like, was this a test that he kept on failing? (laughs) Like, why would anyone do something like that?
2: For those out there that read the good book called the Bible, (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: you know, it's interesting, you know, Judas
2: betrayed Jesus, and he betrayed Jesus over money, you know? And coins, and and a lot of people feel like, well, this is how he was exposed, right? When he was tempted and offered with the money, Mm -hmm. and he took the money, it exposed his character. Mm -hmm. So in a particular way, I think that that was... um, Uh, Thank you, Ivan, for giving me his name. James Abbotts. Thank you. You know, that was his mission. It was like, I'm going to expose him for who he is. So I'm going to offer this money. And through offering him this money, whether he takes it or not, I'm either going to be right about what I thought about him all along, or he's going to prove me wrong. And it's a win-win for me anyway, because the money will keep him out of my grandson's life, because now I've exposed that that's not the kind of father I want leading my grandson anyway. Or he sticks around and it's a beautiful thing and I was wrong. So I think that a lot of times <laughs> exposure comes with that. And then unfortunately, he tested him again. Yeah. And he failed again. Yeah. But the third time he passed. Okay. And I believe that God speaks in threes. The Father,
0: <laughs> Son, and the Holy Spirit. So on the third time he got it. Thank you, Okay, G. third time's a charm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. Um, won't he do? I definitely have a lot of empathy to parents, you know, especially me growing closer and closer to my mother. I look at her more as a person and a friend mm-hmm. and not to belittle the mother, but just to to see her, you know, and she's just a young lady out here trying to be a parent. And with me saying that, it brings me back to Arthur and it brings me out to grandfather. You know, the fact that, you know, I think he's just doing everything that he can to protect his baby girl. You know, he she got pregnant by this marriage. She can't he can cannot make her not have sex with who she want to have sex with. She got pregnant, you know, and, you know, now he wants to protect his baby girl, you mm-hmm. know. Like, and he did everything he can do. So, I don't look at him negative, negative for that. Mm. Like, all he's doing is trying to, you know. Yeah. But, of course, it is foul. But, I mean, I've never been in that situation where right. my daughter, God forbid, got pregnant by somebody I don't like. And I'm in a position to have that money. Mm-hmm. And, you know, most of the time, I mean, of course, we know that we need two parents, you know. We all know that. But... If you're not blessed with that other person, you know that you need the funds to take care of that kid, you know. So, clearly, grandfather have all this money. If he can just split out $50,000, he got the funds for it. He's just like, baby girl, we got this, you know. He want to run away because you're pregnant. It's all good. I got you, you know what I'm saying. And while you over there, you stay over there. Don't come back. Mm-hmm. Don't come rocking our kid's world, you right. know. So, I'm going to pay you so you ain't got to come back no more and we're going to take care of this. So, I see it as... Uh, Love, you know, and him trying to figure it out. You know, he's clearly doing this out of love, so Mm -hmm. that's the reason why I don't make it right on it. It doesn't make it right. (laughs) I'm just using a big P word perspective, and you know, trying to look from him because I'm not trying to judge him. Right. You know, the same Mm -hmm. with author. You know, Ali she wants to leave for her personal reasons, and his dad is like, no, just stay, stay, stay here with me. But you know, he's doing that out of love because our parents are here to protect us. You Mm -hmm. know, until judgment day. So it's just like, okay, now you know, I know that you're protected at this church, but it was hurting her, so. I just think that it's just all out of love. But, of course, it doesn't make it right. But it doesn't make it wrong either. I
1: definitely wish we had more context of what was going on because we have such a surface level, you know, understanding of these characters because it is, you know, what, a 45-minute episode that we know that the mother died. We know that the mother told her son about his father before she passed. So we know the mother wanted the son to know about this absolutely. Um, and we also know that the grandfather wants the son to have nothing to do with his grandson so now I'd be really curious to know in the following episodes how this is all going to play out now that there's like some reconciliation going on But if there's anyone who's good at reconciliation, it is Reverend Finer. Come on, now. (laughs) So I really want to talk about him and his relationship to his daughter, Allie, in this episode. So let's talk about, because for me, you guys are the experts on this, and this is something that I just learned today, because I had no idea about any of this until this week's episode. Um, We find out that Reverend Finer is upset and frustrated that his daughter, Allie, decides to leave the church that mm. she grew up in to switch over to another church. And I never understood that. I thought in my mind, okay, Christianity is Christianity. Why does it matter what church you're in? Does mm. it even make a difference? And you guys kind of blessed me with that knowledge today. So let's explain to our viewers who might not understand, you know, the different churches and how all of that works and the significance of staying in the church you were baptized I was in. I say, well, friend, you could definitely... Started it out. I mean, in
0: my personal experiences, you know, me and my mom, we me, my mom, my sister, my family, we grew up in one church, got baptized, and that's where you're getting served. And I believe that. You just want everything right. to be, you know, equally yoked, so you know, you trust mm-hmm. this pastor, you trust the word, and it's coming down for me and my children and my husband. But if someone decides to go to a different church, it's kind of like, you know, not everybody. We all know that all churches are flaws. Right. If it wasn't flawed, then it wouldn't be a church, and it's not real. Right. So, but you gotta be careful, too. You don't want to just be taking all different types of words. So, I mean, I that's where I am with that. Mm-hmm. Awesomely, my mom, when I was ready to leave the churches that we grew up in. She didn't, she wasn't very upset or anything like that, but of course we did have to have that conversation and of course she she would, you know, visit it and just make sure that her baby is in good hands and getting fed correctly and you feel the Holy Spirit in there because there are false prophets and you do have to be aware of that. Mm-hmm. So it's just a protection thing, that's all.
1: So what do we think of Ali leaving the church she grew up in? Because we finally figure out why when she came out as, you know, not being straight, Um, and having a preference towards, like, for women, yeah. Um, she was obviously shunned by the church uh, because there are people who, you know, obviously Mm -hmm. aren't open to the LGBT community. So she didn't feel welcome there, and she found a community in which she did feel welcome. Mm -hmm. What do we think about the whole dynamic between her and Reverend Finer, her father, and how she, like, left the church because she felt so unwelcome in a space that her father loved so dearly that was, you know, part of his identity.
2: Well, I'm going to quote Reverend fana himself. Mm. Shout out to Joe Morton, who's always tweeting hashtag the finer gospel on Twitter. <laughs> yes. And he said, no matter how good a parent, no matter how much we protect them, our children have to peck their way through their own eggshells. Amen. Hashtag the finer gospel. So here's the interesting thing. We do have to find our way and find our own path. I, hence the the episode today, follow you know, find your path. What I love about my mom is my mom didn't enforce church in that way where you had to be at a certain church and be there all the time. I was able to find my own way, but I think church is a body. It's a people. And people are territorial. Like, even with your own friends. Like, when you have a best friend and then she makes new friends <laughs> and she's hanging out with somebody all the time and they're, like, kind of besties now because you moved away or went to college, mm-hmm. you start feeling territorial. Like, wait a minute. That's my best friend. And so I think that's just in general, like if you're part of the, the, The fabric of a church, you know? Allie was part of the fabric of that church. That was her father's church. Like he said, she grew up there. So it's like, you're part of that inner workings of it. And it's like, now you want to leave. So it's not even so much about... It becomes that territorialness of like, wow, but you're family and you're here. But I think it is important for people to spread their wings. Sometimes you got to leave the nest and figure it out for your own of what this relationship looks like for yourself. Mm. So I'm proud of her. I'm proud of them. I'm proud of Miles for taking... at risk Mm. to tell his dad and so they can have that reconciliation it was beautiful
1: absolutely i really love that i love that miles kind of at this point knows you know what he should do and they're all about keeping the family together and you know the whole concept of leaving the nest it's something that we all have to do at one point or another and kara obviously left the nest uh in the sense that she's in paris now and she is with Simon Hayes and Annie and there's a very awkward meetup of the three of them where Annie and Simon Hayes are in the same vicinity you know her arch nemesis the one man who destroyed her entire career and we don't even get a no- real apology
0: <laughs> um, if it means anything uh... Uh, I'm sorry
2: Uh, Nothing it's worth anything Hmm, well friends you
1: know what it's worth? (laughs) nothing I mean (laughs) (laughs) is it too late to apologize not to quote the song?
0: (laughs) oh I forgot that song I don't think it's too late you know I just feel, same
2: thing, delivery would have been better. Like, sir, humble yourself and just apologize. Like, sincerely. Sincerely. Mm -hmm. But I do think, and Ivan pointed this out, and I was like, Ivan, you read my mind. Shout out to Ivan on the live chat. What do you say? He said that he thinks that Hayes and Annie are like, there's something there. Do y'all think so? Because I feel like I think there's a vibe. For you to
0: be that butthurt, there's think a vibe. So. Yeah. I used to mess with you. We used to be out watching Netflix and so mm-hmm. you just go take my And career. she's like, what does it feel like? He's like, it's
2: lonely. She's like, oh. Oh. I bet, but yeah. <laughs> you,
0: you lonely? Do you need me
1: to come over? <laughs> you know, like going to help like, me get my career back? Yeah, I feel like there's a thing there. I, I didn't think that. I never thought that until Ivan just yeah, you pointed that out. So I thank you it. so much, Ivan, in the chat for joining us and engaging in the conversation. Um, I think that it was a little weird that she didn't just like leave the second that he came, even though she clearly resented him didn't like him, but still was curious to like see how things would play out. That's the only reason that makes me think there might be something there and he's awkward about it and he seems genuinely sorry, but he's also not running away. Which mm-hmm. means there is some unresolved thing. So I, I agree with Ivan in the chat. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. Um you know, moving on to Kara and Miles, because this dun, is what dun, dun. <laughs> this is what the fans wanna know. We are always obsessed with the Kara and Miles situation and Long distance is definitely difficult, and it doesn't seem to be working out well for either of them, because each of them wants to be with the other, um, and, you know, neither of them are expressing that, which is super frustrating, so, thoughts?
0: I wrote down, for Karma. She continues to fake the funk. Absolutely from season one. That was my main thing that used to irritate me about her character is that she's never she never voices her opinion. Or when she do, it's never about her personal life. And it just really irritates me because... Um, I'm so big on you not knowing if you're going to make it tomorrow mm-hmm. and having no regrets like that is like my biggest thing like do not have any regrets so God forbid if something was to happen to Miles how would you feel that you held that oh because I just I was scared no like if you love somebody say it and all my friends know I would tell you I love you with a heartbeat even if we're just talking if I have love for you I'm going to let you know right so that's why when we finished watching it I was like why do they have to be together for them to say I love you you know and I get that you guys were saying it's a sentimental thing you you know do it accurately like take your time and all that good stuff, but it's just like you know tomorrow's not promised. So mm-hmm. if you're in Paris and I'm in Englewood, I'm going to still tell you I love you, and mm-hmm. I mean we can do an extra I love you when I see you. By and mercy! I'm just big on saying your feelings. That's all. Mm-hmm.
1: So it irritates me. I'm good. Everything she said. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. All right. Touch and agree.
2: Touch and agree.
1: <laughs> so with you. that being said, I really do want to get into our special segment. Ooh. God Speaks. Yes.
2: Pew,
1: pew, pew, So. Okay. Oh, this is beautiful. Oh, wow. Okay.
2: Get our producer just doing her So, thing.
1: you know, God speaks to us and through us when we choose to see it. Right. We might think it's coincidence. We might not believe in God. We might believe in a higher power. We might believe in just what is. But in any case, mm-hmm. how did this higher power that we refer to as God speak through you two this week? Tell us, friend. Oh, there's so
2: many this week. I can't even count, but it's beautiful. I specifically had prayed uh, last Monday for God to show me signs and wonders about something that I had specifically been confused about Mm -hmm. and kind of just not knowing what the answer should be about what I should do for my 33rd birthday this year, my Jesus year. (laughs) So uh, God literally, he speaks in threes, and I got three signs this week that really confirmed that I'm going to go ahead and preach my first sermon for my 33rd birthday, so.
0: That's beautiful.
2: Yeah. That's that's really nice. So that's how God's
1: supposed to be this week. Wow. (laughs) I love that. And that's so fitting for your personality, too. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Thanks For sure.
0: For sure. Um, On my side, well, God spoke to me just now while we were speaking on God Speak. Just believing in your the blessings of these seasons. So right now I'm single and I don't have any children. And I think that is such a blessing. And I just... It's like when I... When we were watching the show, you know, they had so many problems and not necessarily problems but for the fact that it's just like you worry when you're a parent it's a lot of worrying that goes into that it's a lot of stress it's just a different dimension and I want other people who may not have kids or may not and they may want to or may want to be a husband that that's a whole different level so just really embrace the single season or the motherless season that you're in take it you know take it for granted because once you step into that that's a whole different other realm with different um, blessings but different issues and different battles and different giants as well too so while we're like talking about this I'm thinking like oh I'm just so grateful you know because I don't want to deal about god forbid if my child you know has a grandchild and he's not the father doesn't want to be a part of it that's a whole different level that i don't even know my mind can take right now you right. know so mm-hmm. just god spoke to me and just really just embracing the season that you are in and for all of you guys out there as well whatever you may be in it's a blessing so
1: yeah that's I, I, I love that and yeah. for me um what you're saying about embracing the season that you're in, that has been especially difficult for me, and you two know why. You know, I obviously lost my grandmother recently, yeah. who was kind of like, you know, the love of my life yeah. <laughs> in so many ways. So um, I didn't think that I would be able to see a happy day as soon as I did mm-hmm. uh, because it just didn't seem that way at all. Mm-hmm. And I decided to start a gratitude journal. Yeah. and post on instagram what i'm grateful for each day to kind of flip the script in my mind and i finally like thought about bb recently and it i wasn't crying like for the first time i was actually smiling yeah i didn't i didn't break down and cry and then i finally yesterday received the most beautiful message ever from a neighbor from my childhood and it was a memory of bb and just how kind she was in a specific instance that i never even knew about of her comforting my neighbor and like kind of despite the language barrier like my grandma just like touching her face and saying everything's gonna be okay and i know what it feels like to be homesick and to be in another country far from home and you're gonna get through it and the fact that i never even knew that about bb and she never told us that and I told my mom the story and she teared up. Yeah. That, that was how God spoke through me this week is that you can move on and you can be happy. And, you know, like God is going to be there. And the people that you lose in life are still going to be there with you through your memories and the kindness that they show you and you passing that down to other people. So, so beautiful. Um, thank you so much for sharing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that prompted has me no to share.
0: Language barriers. You That's know, awesome. That's awesome. Yeah.
1: So So now... Now, let's definitely get into our news and gossip section.
0: Yes, 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 yes. You got the tea, honey. Okay, I'm your girl Rochelle, and I'm here with the weekly good news. So today, well... Three days ago, Javicia, who plays Ali on this show, um, Godfriended Me, she posted about this awesome opportunity that she had. She was featured on Bello Magazine, where she gets really personal. She talks about, of course, Godfriended Me. And um, she talks about her journey to Hollywood and just a couple of different things, like, about her purpose. And just, it's a really good article, so you guys should definitely check it out. Congratulations, Javicia. We're really proud of you. I see every week. I'm just going to be talking about you, girl. Right. <laughs> you it, you, right. you out here. <laughs> right. You just been doing your thug thistle. We're proud of you. Let that that cup run it over this way please please i need a little magazine i'll take BET anything <laughs> so congratulations again we're super proud of you yeah i'm gonna just be stalking your instagram for next week because clearly you are just out here just just working breaking giants doing a thing you know finding new churches <laughs> but yes that is um it for
1: the good weekly news yay i love that we should just have a jeresia segment at this point yes she needs to yes. just yes. come this back on the show all right, well, thank you so much for for your beautiful thoughts on Thanks. this week's episode. I had such a great time talking about it today. Um, we're super excited for next week's episode, especially since Jamie Alexander will be joining us again next week. Uh, that being said, I am your host, Mina Wahab. You can follow me on Instagram at MinaMakesMagic and... Follow me at all the things with your favorite Afro Latina at Sally Hangout.
0: Yes, yes, yes. And don't forget about me, friends. You guys can find me on Instagram at Roach Baby. That is R-O-A-C-H-B-A-Y-B-E to follow your girl. And I might follow back. Yeah!